0: And here we go. We want to welcome you back to another uh, episode of the Parent Pivot Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Steve Cummings.
1: And I'm Julia Cummings.
0: So, sweetie, today we've actually been thinking about this topic for quite a while, and it's taken us about, I don't know, 15, 16 podcasts to get into it. And you and I know nothing about it because we're not single parents of adult right. children. So yeah. we're coming at it more uh, out of our experience of talking to other us parents who have who are single or divorced or they're, they're, their mate passed away, whatever the situation is, they're the only adult that's related to their, their kids. Um, and maybe there's a divorced spouse too. But So we're coming with none of that as our own personal experience. Yeah. However, we do have a lot of friends that we've counseled and encouraged and come alongside them uh, trying to apply some of the same principles that we talked about. And so I've been thinking about doing this subject for a while. So here we are. We want to address that that segment of the audience that has adult children, but you find yourself being a single parent for whatever reason. Either you're divorced, you never got married, um, or your spouse passed away. Or I'm, I'm trying to think. Is there another category? I think that's it.
1: I'm sure there might be. There might be. Category, so for, but forgive
0: sure, me if I'm but. if I'm missing out on you, but we want to speak to you. And if you know other people who are uh, parent, single parents of adult children send this share this podcast with them uh, point them to it um, we have a Facebook page so go to the Facebook page and share that you can get in touch with us uh, at the parent I'm sorry at parent pivot podcast at gmail.com so uh, forward this on get in touch yeah, with us that way
1: um, add to that just to add uh, ask questions email us ask yeah. us questions if there are things that you want us to talk about right ask us questions and and we'll, we'll and hopefully be able to answer them on some level.
0: And not only that, you're not gonna offend us if you say, hey, you guys were totally off base on this one. We we will sit there and look at that and go, oh, you know what, not having been in that shoes, not knowing what that narrative is, what that worldview looks like, we're, we're kind of coming at it from the therapeutic and counseling perspective as well as 30 years of ministry and being married and talking to folks. So we don't have it all together. Um, <laughs> so please enlighten us and share with us your story um let us know where we're heading down the right path and and what are we missing what do we need to talk about so yep all right here we go so parents single parents
1: yeah so i guess where i would like to go with this is just the idea i have a one of my very good 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 dear friends lots of goods in there yes she's so important to me and just my probably one of my very longest closest friends um
0: you guys have known each other for this goes back to your teens
1: yeah i would say
0: i think it's been almost 40 years
1: i think she was 19 and i was 21 when we became friends yeah so So it's been a long time. 39 years yeah we've been through a lot and she is a single parent and so it it just as i have conversations with her i just thought you know we need to talk about this and again we're ignorant i i wholly acknowledge that that on many levels we are ignorant to this issue and every i we we've said this again and again that everybody's issue or everybody's situation is nuanced yes everyone's is different yes so what we go through is different than what Joe blow next door goes through what you know friend over there goes through and la 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 so I do want to acknowledge that so if we do put our foot in our mouths uh, our feet in our mouths. Um, please forgive us. I, I hope you have grace for us. So, with that being said, the thing that strikes me the most in this issue is really support. Yes. Single parents are doing it alone, they are making decisions alone, they are doing finances alone. They are doing everything alone. And if you have been doing it since your kids were younger, if you got divorced or became single, a single parent when your kids were a younger age, then you've been doing this a long time. And then if you're still single when they leave home and are adults, you're even more alone on many levels. So I understand... I just want to empathize as much yep. as I can. Yep. That realizing how much that alone part causes pain all by itself. Right. It's it's its own issue. You had
0: an identity. You at least had uh, your your child in your house, and whether they're off to college or going through high school or whatever, you were still a mom. You were still a dad. Um. And things. And all of a sudden, life has changed. And, and and if you're if you're not dating someone or haven't remarried, and you're we're talking single parent. Life is yep. life. Just got lonely.
1: Yeah, so possibly, but I want what I want to say. Yeah, and I don't want to assume that everybody's right. lonely because no, no. some people really enjoy singleness. Woo-hoo,
0: I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, your life is your own on some level. Talk to some married people, and they'll envy you. Yes, um, it they, on some level, your life is your own, and you get to do what you want when you want, um, but there it still can be really difficult. So I just want to acknowledge that, and I want to empathize with that. So when I talk about support, where I want to go, and I've said many, many, many times before, please seek out support. Yes. Whether that is in friendships that you have, that you've had for a long time. Yep. Um, Create your own support group if you don't have a support group. Yep. Uh, Go to counseling. Yes. Find volunteer at church where you have, where you're meeting people and yes. doing things with them. It's just so important that you are getting out and having a life beyond being home alone right. and with your own thoughts, Right. because, and this is where it goes with the adult children. The adult children will always be on your mind. They're, they, They just are on your mind. So, and it's easy for us as parents to worry. And when you have no one there to bounce off your thoughts with. Right,
0: you've got to process.
1: Yeah, you've got to process. And
0: sometimes you just need to vomit and get all the the negative stuff out because maybe... Uh, your your ex-spouse, let's say you're divorced, there's a completely different worldview and influence going on there, yep. and it's banging into your values and how you want to see your kids raised, and you're watching your adult kids bounce back and forth between the two, you need a, a safe place to go and vomit, which is where your friend comes to you a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're her support. Yeah, uh, and I I love that we have that friendship. Um, and I'm grateful that she has someone to bounce things off of because I think, I just think that that's probably the hardest part is being able to process your thoughts and feelings and your fears. You know, when we watch our kids grow up and they're making maybe perhaps a different choice than we would want for them, there's a lot of fear there. So where you and I get to go, okay, this is really bothering me that this person is doing this and right. I wish that they would do this right. differently right. and I'm concerned about them and you can come alongside me and say, honey we they've got this I we're got gonna, it we're gonna they're gonna figure it out and you know and I'm saying to you not my pig not my farm it you know we bounce balance each other that way. So when someone's a single parent, I just think that that's probably the most difficult.
0: And I would thing. say too, not everybody would be a safe person to be in your support group because you don't want mm-hmm. someone to get on your bandwagon and let's go hate that other spouse or ex-spouse or whatever, da-da-da-da-da. That's not what you're looking for. You're looking for someone who could sit there and validate what you're going through yeah. and understand and go, man, I get it, cry with you if need to be, whatever. But at the same time can say, hey, you need to let that go, you know? Right. Not your pig, not your farm, and stuff like that. So you, you are looking for support, but not just to bad mouth and get all riled up on, and relive it all over again. That's not going to do anybody any good.
1: No, and you want someone in your life that will actually challenge the way that you think, that might give you a different perspective or or will challenge the way that you're handling it or whatever. Right. So, um, So in... In this situation, where where I'm going, because again, I have my my single friend on my brain. Um, if because I want to shift okay. from the support okay. part okay. to talking about how we as parents and you all can relate to this because we've all done this from the day our kids were born. We are very. We've been very focused on their behavior. Yep. We've been very focused on raising and training right we've focused on them being good citizens well that's the first thing that
0: comes out is their behavior they are they're dropping something, kicking something, doing something we're yeah. always we're we're Johnny on the spot to correct that, and there's nothing wrong with that because yeah. that's the stage that they're in, and as a parent, yeah. that's my job is to make sure I raise a responsible right human
1: right so um. Where it can become difficult and muddied, I think again, especially for the single parent who might not have someone to process with different stuff, um, we become very focused on our adult kids' behavior as well. it, it just it's what we do we well, <laughs> if we don't
0: transition from parent to partner, we blow right through that, not even know that there's a, a change, right, then nothing changes on my end,
1: right. I mean,
0: I'm like, I'm the parent because this went with my role. This is my job description. So therefore, this behavior is off. And so therefore, I'm supposed to do this. So if we blow right through that season and don't realize we're now in a new season, Mm -hmm. then things slowly get fractured, communication lessens. And we've talked about that in many, many podcasts. But that's that's where we can head.
1: So I had a conversation with my friend the other day. And I said, you need to get off of the behavior. And where I, the piece that I really want to drive home today is the fact that you want to connect with your adult child's heart. Yes. You want a heart to heart interaction. Yes. You want a heart understanding when you keep it all in your head and you keep it all as behavior. Your kid's going to... Again, I know that they're, they're okay. I keep okay. saying kids. But yeah. um, your child is going to go elsewhere. Your goal is to have them come to you if their world falls, falls apart. And, and, I, so, and I would
0: say when their world falls apart.
1: Yeah. And I don't want to be like a doomsayer. No. No. But that is true. All of our lives fall apart yes. at some point. And that we, just means
0: you're hitting a, a season yeah. of suffering and pain and whatever. You've lost yeah. your job or divorced or whatever.
1: Well, and it doesn't even have to be that big. No. Life can. It's just hard. Right. It's just hard. Or even the pandemic was hard. Right. You know, just all of those things are difficult in life. Um, so you always want to be the person that they come back to. So in the scenario that you were giving where you maybe you have an ex who it has completely different values or morals than you do and and you just want to point that out you know you want to <laughs> yeah it's glaring right. to you right because
0: probably the reason why you've gotten your separate ways too
1: <laughs> on some level on probably some level. Um, but all of that to say you know it's 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 a difficult place to be and you you just always want to be the person that your kid comes back to. And if you are, number one, their biggest cheerleader, number two, the person that's safe, yep. that's not going to preach at them. Yep. If you are the person that doesn't badmouth your ex, Or or the in-laws. Or the in-laws or or anyone else.
0: You're going to come out looking a whole lot better than everybody else because it's inevitable that, that some critical comment or something's going to happen at some point.
1: Yeah. And you just, again, I'm going to say this a million times today, is you want to be the person that is safe for them to come back to and talk to. Right. So when you are preaching at them or saying, Johnny, why are you doing that? Or, Johnny, that's not a good idea. You use Johnny or, a lot, you know that? I know, well, it's a good safe name. <laughs> or, Johnny, you, you know, that's that's wrong. Or, Johnny, you're headed down a bad path. All of those things, I and I've said this before, I guarantee you, your adult child already knows, knows how you feel about that. everything. Yes. They have lived with you their whole life. Yep. They know mom and dad's opinions. The only time mm-hmm. maybe that you might shed some light on something is when you've had an epiphany and you've said, you know what? I've changed my thinking on this. You know what? I feel like um, I'm really growing in this area. That might be something that you want to share with your kid. And I want to ask you.
0: Uh-oh. Hun, she just pointed the finger at me, everybody. <laughs>
1: Because I think you can speak to this. You You were in a box mm-hmm. with your children. Mm-hmm. And in the last few years, mm-hmm. you have been managing to break out of that box. Mm-hmm. So I'd like you to tell a little bit about your story in that way.
0: You mean about the behavior piece?
1: Yes. And just, yeah, just, yeah.
0: Right. So... I think we all learn parenting from the family of origin that we grew up in. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of your starting point. And you either look at that and maybe you don't sit there and go, oh, I'm going to parent just like mom and dad. You just, or sometimes you just end up doing it without knowing it. Or sometimes you go, I'm not going to parent like mom and dad because maybe there was abuse or something in the family. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I grew up in one of those homes where, like any home, it's about behavior. So I remember during my young fathering days with the kids uh... it would be about it would be about behavior um, and things and you know they were they weren't doing this right they're doing that right but what it was really about was i didn't want my kids to embarrass me because i needed to be looked upon as a good dad so if we all have misbehaving kids and you're at the store you know we i can get angry or frustrated um, because i don't want everybody else looking at me going what's the matter with you and your kids and so i got i got into that and took all that bait to become that father that just was always focused on behavior. Now, that did a lot of hurt and pain to my kids. We, we've told you we're paying for a lot of therapy as they're <laughs> adults, right? We, we did mention that, so no. Um, and in my, in my journey that God's taken me on, he's shown me through my own failures, my own um, brokenness, that, it, that he loves me no matter what. It's not about what I do. It's not even about whether I get it right or wrong. I mean, that's I have learned that that's sometimes the voice of the accuser going, Hey, Steve, you didn't do it right. Um, that's not the father. So for me, my journey has been to understand this loving father who's just nuts about me and can't get enough time with me and has his my name written on the palm of his hand. And I'm his beloved, which I sing that song every morning and what that's done for me is then it's it's caused me as this father i don't want to be because i talk about a father eclipse where the earthly father's influence and in view blocks who this heavenly father is and and we all have that in some form and some some people i've talked to said steve i don't have a father wound i my i love my parents and things are great i'm going that's awesome but i will also challenge that person at another time going. You might have learned that you know, you've know you got to perform and achieve and be successful and do all these wonderful things and, and grow a ministry in a church and, and pastor and lead all these people to Christ. Um, that too can become, I wouldn't necessarily call it a father wound, but something's off. But going back to the whole behavior thing, I've, I've been able to, as my my uh, adult children have gotten married and going on, I'm like going, yeah, I can love them and look at them as God sees them. That's always been hey, don't look at this decision they made, don't look at the behavior that they are, just love them, tell them how wonderful they are, tell them all these wonderful good things. I mean, we tell ourselves, we all have an inner critic that tells ourselves these things we don't like about ourselves. I wanna be that voice that looks at them as God looks at them and reminds them of who they are. Mm -hmm. And I've only been doing that for like maybe the last couple years or so, so uh, I'm getting better. (laughs) Is that what you wanted to hear?
1: yeah i I just think um, your story is probably one of a lot of parents story where that hypercritical voice inside of you turned into a hypercritical voice of your kids on some level and um, your I, and and mind you our relationships with our kids were never bad um but they needed healing yeah so um
0: we trusted their hearts part of this part of this too is surrendering your adult children to the lord yeah i i am not their parent anymore i'm their partner they belong to him and that is something i I have to do daily i mean i literally have an app on my phone called the pause app i highly recommend it if you're on google or an iphone look it up it's it's looks it's white it looks like a pause button uh, it's from John Eldridge, and I literally listen to that every morning and mostly every night to remind myself that I've got to surrender everyone and everything to the Lord. And part of being a good partner to my adult children is like, they don't belong to me. They have my DNA, yeah. okay, but they are their own person. God has their own journey for them. He's got their own Psalm 139 for them that's different than mine, mm-hmm. and I have to trust Him, and that has that is the foundation of of me being able to sit back and go, okay, Father, they're yours. I think that they need this, that, and the other, but you know better, so I'm just gonna let it happen. And I'm just gonna love them and tell them how much I love them uh, by focusing on their character and who they are, not about any behavior.
1: Yeah. Part of that, though, too, has been uh, taking ownership. Yes. And oh, yes. so, even as we were talking about single parents, I can't imagine how difficult that is. But you, again, you have no one alongside of you nudging you and shining a light on things that perhaps you need to work on. Yeah,
0: who's pointing at your blind spots?
1: Exactly. So let me make this challenge to any single parent out there. Uh, I'm sure you all have at least one good friend or someone at least that's known you forever. Maybe it's a sibling. Maybe it's an older parent or whatever. Or ask your kid. Um, what is it like... Ask them this question. What is it like to be on the other side of me? Yes. What is your experience of me? Yes. What do you think some of my blind spots are?
0: When you ask that question, though... Yeah. You cannot get defensive. You have to be in a state of utter humility mm-hmm. that wants to learn and wants to become a better partner and not the parent. If you just ask that flippantly and you go into defense mode, you're not you, you're making it worse.
1: Yeah. And I can guarantee you, if you ask your kid, as I, I think we said before, that kids have a, have a kid perspective. So it is a little different coming from them because their reality might have been a different reality than what really happened. They could be
0: missing some pieces of the the puzzle.
1: They're always missing pieces of the puzzle. But as you take this step and ask people this question, you might be able to word it in such a way with your adult child that maybe it won't be as devastating because they might have some tough things to say to you. Right. Um, and, it, and that might be something you're not ready to hear. And again, they probably don't have all the pieces, especially if you have been in a divorce situation. I know parents are constantly trying to protect their kids. Right,
0: you don't wanna make your ex-spouse look uh, bad because you want them in a good relationship, but if there's something that came up that caused the divorce, and now they're grown adults, Is there a point in time when they need to understand the truth and how do you deliver that truth without posing it as like, they're the bad guy, I'm the good guy. You know what I'm saying? Because you can keep things covered up for a lifetime because you sweep it under the rug. I I don't know of a single relationship that works when we sweep things under the rug and pretend it's not there. There is a way to communicate hard things, even 10, 15, 20 years later, that need to present another piece of the puzzle to realize, hey, maybe you went through something difficult and your adult kids don't know that.
1: Right. And you don't have to tell them details. No. But it can be... It can be... Um, having a conversation like that can can open the door to perhaps you sharing your experience. Yep. Um, it doesn't have to be, oh, the other person was a bad person and they did all these awful things. It can be... This was my experience. This is what I went through. And again, without details, um, but this is how I I was hurting at the time. And perhaps in a divorce situation, you have something to apologize for.
0: Well, exactly right. When you always start off with owning your stuff first, you automatically immediately gain the respect of the listener. They are fully engaged they're listening your heart of humility has gained their attention and you're like going hey i need to own this part yeah. i was in this season this is what i'm looking for da. da, 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 da. you know yeah. here's what happened and they can receive then that truth a little bit better knowing that you're not coming across as some evil person trying to shove the other uh ex-spouse into the corner and making them bad guy yeah um because they're yeah. they're, they're gonna go list. they're gonna go talk to that person as well and you want to be Totally open and above board as if you're, as if Jesus was standing right there and you're telling the truth as calmly and as respectfully, uh, as, as respecting the dignity of your ex-partners were, you know, yeah,
1: yeah. Too, as well. And two, um, if you're in a situation where you actually lost a spouse, right? can't imagine what that's like either, but for your, uh, again, your kids or adults, you can have real conversations with yes. them now. Yes. So... Things that you were experiencing when you were raising them, whether you're divorced or a, a widow or widower, whatever, um, or even if you never married and you raised your kids by yourself, th- when they are adults, and I'm not talking about your average 18-year-old because perhaps right. they're not ready to hear a lot of no. things. No,
0: we're talking people who just get closer to their late 20s and 30s.
1: Yeah, and uh, wherever they are in their stage to approach them with and again how we frame things yep. matters yep so this is where that validation piece yep. comes in yep. like i know that you may not want to hear Um, the ugliness of my marriage as an example or whatever and I don't want to share all the ugliness with you you don't need to know all of that they
0: just need a 30,000 foot view
1: yeah that was that was a, a relationship between me and you know your dad or your mom whatever and some things are better left not talked about but you're an adult now and I want you to understand who I am yep the more you share who you are who you are yep. with your kids, the more they're able to see you like a human.
0: Exactly. If
1: you are in till the day you die in, Oh, I've got to protect my kids. I got to protect got to my kids. I put a mask
0: on. I've got to, I, I can't talk about that stuff.
1: Yeah. All that kind of stuff. You, your kids know that you're not being real. They know that you're not being fake, that you're being fake. So at, or if you act like you've got it all together, they think you're not human and right. that you can't relate to right. them. And there's
0: a barrier there. You can't communicate because I don't see mom and dad being real and authentic and vulnerable. Right. And that can bring tears. And that actually brings more freedom and healing. That is the doorway, the gateway to freedom and healing yes. is authenticity, vulnerability, and honesty framed in a way that exalts Christ, uh, You know, keeps the other person from being the one to blame. I mean, you, you have to avoid the blame game the blame game is what Satan wants to do to break up families and marriages and relationships. You do that by owning and talking about your stuff and presenting facts Yes. and saying, this is what happened.
1: Yes. Um, as you're talking, I want to reiterate this too. Again, we yep. are Christians. <laughs> this is our worldview. Yep. This is where we're coming from. That doesn't mean that if you are not a Christian that you can't apply these values correct, or these ideas and principles and principles yep. um uh i i will say this it's easier to have that faith yes in doing all of this
0: i couldn't do any of this without my faith
1: no nor could i so for those of you out there who are single who are struggling with this to go over the highlights, you can help me, hun, because we've just been support kind of group rambling. Get some support. Get some support. Don't
0: focus on the behavior. Yeah. And we've talked about
1: and just being real and authentic, being yeah. um being a truth teller on some level. I had I know someone who divorced their husband after forty years. Adult kids in their thirties. Um. Not really understanding, knowing why. Because they were not privy to things that happened, of course. But I remember this person saying that what they ended up telling their children was, my spouse, because I don't want to give away if it was a man or a woman or whatever. My spouse was not who I thought they were. And a lot of bad things happened in our marriage that you don't need to know about. But that's all you need to know. Is right. that they just they weren't right. who they thought right. they were. So so I'm
0: as we close up this pod this episode of this podcast I'm thinking here's a good um, assignment uh, out there. If you have something you want to tell your adult kids that you've been keeping hidden for numbers of years and you're not sure how to do this, email us at parentpivotpodcast at gmail dot com. Give us your contact information. We will spend time. Uh, talking with you and walking you through that we, we would love to come alongside you and help you frame that uh and, and get to that that pathway of freedom so that you're not having to carry this to your grave yeah. and 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 wear masks and hide things and and we behave one way when we're in this, these family settings and another way when we're alone and we badmouth here and we pretend it's all good here and everybody can see that everybody knows it's phony and we're like going let's get rid of the phoniness and walk in freedom yeah and,
1: and I would imagine, too, that oftentimes it, when we're wearing a mask or hiding behind things like that, that we aren't sharing that um, anger and resentment oh, comes out. Of course. So if you find yourself in situations where you, your family's not understanding you, like, yep. why is mom or why is dad yeah. acting that way? You know, again, we've got to look in the mirror. We've got to be honest with ourselves. We've got to ask other people who know us and love us hey what do what are my blind spots what do right. i need to work on and then when you work on it being able to go to your adult kid and say hey i've really been working on this right and i'm sorry i did this right. when you were growing up yep. or it, it, there's so much freedom as you were saying before in well i also want to say authentic
0: i also want to say this the goal Yes, the one of the end results and outcomes is freedom. But in sharing even the truth framed perfectly, it may still not be received well. Yeah, it still may cause some separation or mis or communication or whatever. But in the long term, God will take that truth that you displayed and will use it for good. Um, I because everybody's gonna respond differently to truth Mm -hmm. and it it could it could even fracture a relationship for a little while but you're getting to a point of being uh free and 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 knowing who you are and over time as you continue to stay on that journey and they see that they can trust that uh you know things things will change so Mm -hmm. don't sit there and think oh well if i just do this things will be better um that's a lie Uh, can be a lie um, because maybe, maybe it can, I don't know. Each, every situation is different. So don't, don't hear what we're saying and then go, Oh, Steve and Julia said in their podcast to share all the stuff that's been <laughs> thrown under, under the rug and it'll all be better. Um, no, because I, I had stuff happen in my own life and I hurt, uh, my kids. Um, it took a couple years, uh, for one of, them, one of them to come back around and, and through a lot of my owning and a lot of my tears, things have been restored, but it took some time. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else to add for we close?
1: No, there's so many things I could say on this subject. Um, well,
0: we've got many more podcasts to yeah, record, so uh, But listening. I do
1: want to, in any conversation, I've I got to go back to this again and again, is the validation piece. Yes. And always starting and framing with the validation. Yes. That even if it's your your child doesn't want to hear it, to be able to say... I know you may not want to hear this, and I'm on a, I am on just want to make sure that we have a relationship where we're real honest with each other, blah, blah, blah. Uh, there are ways to frame things yep. and soften them, and so to work on that is just really important. Yep. So yep. support, truth, good conversations, self-reflection. Heart of humility yeah all of that stuff surrendering is...
0: them to the lord but that's it's been it's been a good con a good conversation and again we're not single parents uh for those of you who are listening to this and who are could i urge you to uh post a comment on our facebook page parent pivot podcast can i urge you to just send us an email um and let us know what's going on what where are we off what did we get right what where what's your situation we'd love to talk about it um send us your contact information and that's at parent pivot podcast at gmail.com so Thank you for listening. If you love this podcast, would you share it with somebody? Would you do a review even right now after you listen to this? We would, that would really help us gain some, some momentum. And we also we actually, actually travel too. So if there's a, a marriage retreat or a parenting retreat or something going on at your church, we are happy to come and talk about this to you as well. So you can get a hold of us in two ways, either at that email, gmail.com, or you can get a hold of Julia at
1: meadowbrookcounselingga.com
0: and you can get a hold of me at bringingkingdom.org thanks for being with us on this edition of the Parent Pivot Podcast we'll see you next time bye